2: Hello, 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 hello,
4: hello! Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host Rob Shooter with my friend Corey Andrew from InstinctMagazine.com. Corey, are you there? I am here, darling. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello! Oh, the acoustics
3: today sound lovely, Corey. Where are you? <laughs> well, I happen to be in a little um, beach cottage town. Excuse me. In America, somewhere. Oh, I won't. What? I won't say where because I want my stalkers to find me.
4: But, <laughs> but, but I'm you're, in you took a you took <laughs> I, a, a little cottage for a couple of months that's lovely to get away I, in a, a,
3: thank you yes i did and one of the best acoustics in the house happened to be a bathroom <laughs> so i've set up my studio <laughs> in the bathroom honey. Do you know i think
4: i read somewhere that's when where mariah carey like recorded a couple of her hits and i think salt and pepper too when they started out their career they oh, um couldn't right. afford a studio or anything so they did it in the bathroom if it's good enough for salt and pepper it's good enough good for definitely. Corey and rob <laughs> what time yes, is it yes. It's tea time! Time. Why, there's a lot of stuff going on with Ellen, so I'll try to get it all in as simply as possible. So Ellen has actually addressed the allegations. She sent her entire staff a letter, an email, finally Mm. talking out about the alleged toxic culture, the work environment. The Hollywood Mm. Reporter, of course they did, got hold of the letter. Ellen claims that moving forward, she's taking responsibility and she vows to correct the issues. She also addressed those who feel like they've been discriminated against, reminding everybody that she She's been judged herself. She nearly lost her entire career when she came out of the closet. So Mm -hmm. she is saying she certainly understands that and has a deep compassion for those who are treated differently because of the way they look, their sexuality or whatever Mm -hmm. reason. So the letter starts, which I think is such an interesting way to start the letter. Hello, everyone. It's Ellen. They know it's you, Ellen. Like, I mean, who, who else would? So she said from day one of the show, she was told, she told everybody in the very first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness where no one would ever raise their voice or be treated with disrespect. She went on to say something obviously has changed. She's disappointed to find out what's going on. She's sorry for that. She does take responsibility, she adds, because her name is above the door on the show yes. and measures are being taken to correct these issues. Now, some people think this is like a non-apology apology, apology, where you blame others. Mm. I read it as Ellen started out with good intention. The show's been on over a decade. So a long time ago, Ellen started out with good intentions, but people let her down. That's how I read it. So Mm. she said, issues have been brought to my attention. No, Ellen. This is your show. People shouldn't have to bring you this stuff. You should know you're the boss. I know it's a big show, Corey. I know there's a lot of staff there. I've been there many, many times. It is like a small company, actually a big company. So there's a lot of people to oversee. And of course, Ellen isn't responsible for everybody, but she sets the tone. She Mm -hmm. also said that she's learning people who work for her and with her are speaking on her behalf and misrepresenting who I am and that has to stop. That can happen. When I was a publicist, I would talk for Diddy and JLo and Jessica Simpson and I always try to speak in their voice. Uh So if I was talking to you from Diddy's perspective, it was a very different answer than from from (laughs) Jessica Simpson's perspective. So now she's going to try and stay on top of everything and clearly make some changes. I'm told one of the executive producers is probably going to be fired. Also Uh to a lot of other people
3: are expected to be let go. What do you think, Corey? oh wow well listen i think that ellen needs to take responsibility like you yeah. said but i but i will say i interviewed uh kaylin allen from her show who's that wonderful like youtuber who she found and made him like a yes co-host. that's and right he said to me i asked him how's how is it working for ellen he said to me she's the best boss i've ever had wow. and she cares about everyone and i so i'm confused by all of it still I don't, i've had I don't mixed know.
4: messages On there, because I know people that work at the show and they clearly work on walk on eggshells. I've been at the show many times. I've not been on as a guest, but I've been backstage when I went with Jessica and different celebrities that I represented. I gotta say it was a little tense. Everybody was walking on eggshells, which seems to have been confirmed by an Mm. Australian host who is revealing that um, he did an interview with Ellen in 2013 and said it was really bizarre. He got a bunch of rules before Ellen arrived. They controlled everything, the set, the lights, where she would sit, what she could be asked. He said nobody could talk to Ellen. They were told nobody's allowed to approach Ellen. This is a cliche, but he said it happened. He was told you cannot look her in the eye. Nobody's allowed to look at her. He didn't say she was a bad person. In fact, he concluded he had such limited interactions with her. He has really no idea who she was but he Hmm. agreed with me and said it felt like all the staff were walking on eggshells places where you've worked Corey. though don't you know within the first five minutes it's like going on a date you know (laughs) within five
3: minutes who they
4: are what do you think
3: that is so true in fact you know in my career now at this stage i walk in if it doesn't feel right i'm like thank you i'll i'm gonna pass when i first i can control that now
4: Absolutely. When I first met you, so Corey and I have only known each other about six months or so, and we met at Bottino's my favourite bar with Miss D. I think Miss D was there for a drinky poo. I knew within five minutes you were darling. I knew it. Aww, I just you. You know what did you think of me,
3: darling, when you met me? Remember, I told you I was surprised that you really are nice. You are your brand. <laughs> He's the real deal, people. He's the real Listen deal. Listen to that. Listen to that. None of this Andy Cohen here.
4: Andy can be a little <laughs> bit sharp off the show. And I've heard. you know that it could ha- this could happen to other celebrities out there. I'm not going to name names yet, although I just did. But be nice, everybody, because if you've been a monster for a long time, now the world has changed and people Mm. are going to speak out. So I think we're going to get more of this. This brings us to our poll question of the day. So Ellen DeGeneres addresses the allegations in a letter she sent to her staff. Is she sorry? Do you think she's sorry? Or do you think she is blaming others? You can look at the letter. It's on NaughtyGossip.com. Yes, she's sorry. No, she's blaming others. Go to our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, to leave a comment and be sure to check back on Monday for your results. Corey, what are you working on?
3: Well, we've got our first statement from Tamar Braxton since her hospitalization. Oh. Yeah. And so she posted a very lengthy update on her Instagram recently, and it was her first since she's been hospitalized. And in that post, she now admits that it was a suicide attempt. And she has a photograph uh, of her and her seven-year-old son, Logan. Mm. And she wrote, sharing with you what has been my darkest will be the light for any man or woman who is feeling the same defeat I felt just one week ago. I felt betrayed, taken advantage of, overworked and underpaid. And I wrote a letter two months ago. Now, she was referencing the letter she wrote to the TV bosses. And it was about her show. Yeah. She was (sighs) saying she wanted to be freed from what she believed was excessive and unfair treatment and who she mm. was became like very little as a person because all that mattered to the corporate giants she claims is who she was on the show so that wasn't really mm. her authentic self and she felt like she was dying a slow death and mm. uh, she says mental illness is real reality show stars have no rights no protections and she does not That's like the way true. black people are portrayed on television so mm. Mm. um I don't know, Rob. They they the We TV people cancelled her show. Obviously, Yeah, postponed it. I don't um, think it's cancelled. Pushed canceled, it back I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, they yeah, put po- postpone, yeah. postponed. Yes, um, I would imagine that would have been something they would have done uh, at this point. So, I don't know. I think she's a. <sighs> I don't want to be mean here because of the situation, but it sounds like a little mm. bit of the the girl who cried wolf to me. Mm.
2: She, she
3: pursued fame and fortune, Rob, right? And, right? and I don't think it panned out the way she wanted. And now she's really had a, a breakdown over it. So what do you think is Tamar's real concern here? Very,
4: very complicated here. I've met Tamar many times and I've actually got to say the Tamar we see on TV is the Tamar that I found her to be. She was larger than life. She was very funny, very sassy. I actually adored her. It feels like... It feels like she wants to be perceived as somebody else now. Or maybe she's changed. That's kinder to say. Maybe she's changed. The best way to do that is to let people see you. I think having your show postponed isn't going to help you change your image. It's really, really tricky and and this isn't just for people on television. We all, to some extent, play a role. We all exaggerate certain parts of our personalities. We all do it. Think of those nights when you go out with people and you don't really want to go, but you have to go and you've got to put on a show. But you sort of, you decide who you want to be and what you want to do. You know, I love I love laughing and I do like being a little bit of the court jester Mm -hmm. but there are nights Corey when I'm not quite as into it and I just have a quiet drink with Miss D or you like so I think we're so multifaceted and people are so different, but you can't play a role for many, many years and then expect to be perceived as somebody
3: else. Absolutely. Am I making sense? No, absolutely. And listen, there's so many of those girls who do those reality shows and their lives completely change. NeNe mm. Leaks, for example, goes from being a stripper to being a brand right. Right, with QVC right. products. And so you get out of it, I think, what your intentions are. And maybe yeah, for it- Tamar, she fell short.
4: Yeah, the, the grass always seems greener like um, you know, Madonna for a while really wanted be, wanted to be thought of as an actress, not a singer. Mm-hmm. Didn't really work out. No, but, no. you know, I sort of for me, I'm really grateful at my little piece of the pie. I know who I am. That's what the problem is here for me. Tamar, forget TV, forget jobs, sit down by yourself and decide who you are. You've got to figure out who you are and once you've once you've come to peace with that, then live that life. That's what I think I'd say about that one. This is a wild story. So Meghan Markle uh, has agreed to pay $90,000 in legal Mm. fees. That's a lot of money, considering, I know, they're not earning anything either yet at the (laughs) moment. Neither (laughs) one of them ever got a job. So (laughs) Meghan has agreed to pay $90,000 in legal fees after losing the first leg of her court battle with the United Kingdom press. The Duchess of Sussex is in an ongoing legal battle with the Daily Mail, who published a series of articles and a letter that her dad had sent them Mm. so she sent her dad a letter the dad gave it to the Daily Mail so just be clear about this, the Daily Mail didn't break into his phone, they didn't break into his house and steal a letter, he gave it them, he might have even sold it to them so now she lost an earlier ruling in May and has agreed to pay the publishers costs, this comes comes at the moment where Megan is working very hard to try and keep the names of five friends things from being revealed who spoke to People magazine to defend her. So Megan's mm. friends have been you know, been telling her side of the story. I think a lot yeah. of her friends spoke to this new book that's coming out, Finding Freedom. I'm sure Megan agreed to it and sort of liked it. Let me let me explain basically here how it works. So if you're going to write a book or do a TV show or print a magazine, we're going to do it with or without you. When I was working with J-Lo, E! came to me and said we're going to do a true Hollywood special, an hour, on Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer didn't really want it to happen, but they were doing it with or without you. They weren't asking your permission. They were basically mm-hmm. saying, we're doing this. Do you want right. to cooperate? Yeah. Now, if you don't cooperate and you tell all your friends and family to not talk, then the only people left to talk are people that don't like you. So that's mm. not a good mood. Ah. So, move. So what you should do is stock these things with all your friends. So it sounds as if <laughs> Megan did that. Now she doesn't want those names revealed. Do you think all this legal fighting with the press that Meghan's doing, Corey, is actually going to help her or is this going to hurt her?
3: Oh, gosh. Well, there's half the people who really believe that she should have that sort of uh, fight with the paparazzi because they are still comparing her to Diana. I mean, no matter what people think, that comparison is always going to be there. No, so but people... it's a
4: pretty great comparison. I've been compared to, you know, really awful people. <laughs> if somebody compared me
3: to Princess Diana, I'd right. say, i will
4: take that. Yeah. Like, you know no.
3: I, but I mean I just because it's like they really know what the paparazzi quote unquote did to Diana. So they're right. protective of I mean, people are protective of Meghan. So Right, but I don't think understand. she's being
4: chased around. Like when you saw the paparazzi chase Diana around, it was appalling, it was terrible. Yeah. That's changed. In Britain, those rules have changed. Mm-hmm. There's no longer Paps chasing you down the streets. I mean yeah, I think yeah. Meghan wants to control her narrative. I certainly understand that. She worked very hard to make herself super famous. I'm not saying that's why she married Harry, but no, before no. Harry, she had a publicist we were always getting emails about her please write about her please do stuff miss, yeah. miss d met her miss d had to meet up with her to write mm-hmm. a story and miss d didn't even want to do it but she <laughs> did it as a favor and oh, so when you chase those. something <laughs> like fame be careful because eventually you might catch it, which mm. Megan did, and now it's not quite as much fun. What's going on with Tyra Banks
3: and Dancing with the Stars, Corey? Oh, well, this is such a weird story because okay, so Jordan Fisher, the dancer and the actor from Dancing with the Stars, yes. he's called the uh, the hiring of Tyra Banks as host of the show. He's recently called that casting decision odd. Odd. <laughs> so, yeah, he says it's odd that uh, no, Tyra is very talented. He says, and most of ABC knows what they're doing most. Right of the time Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of time of seeing when it actually happens he told E.T. but he added I'm curious the tonal quality of the show is so family oriented and I think Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews have played a large part in cultivating that feeling of fans at home um, feeling for fans at home but what's weird is that he's talking as if Tyra Banks is like a Vegas stripper or something like Tyra (laughs) Banks is also America you know she she was like a daytime talk show she was like a baby Oprah she was like so I don't so t- Rob what do you think he's uh, even I saying? I used to work there? for
4: Tyra so I know Tyra quite well. I think what's he what what is he getting at here? It's the same thing when um, America's got talent hired Heidi Klum. Tyra oh, okay. is known primarily as a model. Yes, she's had a talk show, she's had a very successful um, reality show too, America's next got um, what's that yeah, one? America's, America's next top, next model. top model. So yeah. she she does do this. But I do think why are we hiring a model with no dance experience to host Dancing with the Stars? Well Tom had no <laughs> dance experience. And Erin Andrews didn't until she was a competitor, until she was Uh a star on the show. Right. So I think that's what he's getting at here. Like, shouldn't we have hired. Like Paula Abdul, who's a dancer. Do you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't we be hired? Like Beyonce, Beyonce wouldn't do it, but do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) do you need a dancer to host that show? I think that's what he's getting at. He won Dancing with the Stars, um, by the way, Jordan. I think the show's going to change a lot, and this is the problem when you change a show that's or anything that's successful. Don't throw the baby out with the (laughs) bathwater. One of the reasons I like Dancing with the Stars is because it's so uncool. It's not hip. It's old-fashioned glamour it's ritzy glitzy sparkles I hope Tyra doesn't try to make it something else. Right. I hope she doesn't get rid of the orchestra. I mm. love a 50-piece band playing old, old coward songs or sure, you know, theater sure. songs. I hope it now isn't modern music, and I hope the dancing stays as ballroom dancing. It yeah. will be interesting to see what Tyra does, because as we said on this show, she's not just the new host. Yes, no, no, no. Right. She's the new executive producer, <laughs> okay, which means honey. she the boss. <laughs> I know yeah, you work yeah. for Tyra, and you know what? I know Tyra too. She's very mm-hmm. hands-on. Mark Lupo, who hosts with us on Thursdays, he used to work for Tyra at her yeah. talk show. He said she's a very hands-on producer. Mm-hmm. So you know Tyra's looking at everything about that show. I yeah. hope she doesn't put pictures up of herself everywhere, though. <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, she, she, she will. Does, it's going to she be l- she's going she's to change it to Dancing with Tyra. <gasps> She's going to be dancing with Tyra. I I do love you, Tyra, if you're listening. But it is always about Tyra. Every picture is going to be Tyra Banks. Okay. so before we get a break, this is an adorable story. A mega, a super mega Taylor Swift fan has gone viral. So Daphne uh, sent out a little tweet before she went on vacation. She wrote, I'm going to be without my phone or Wi-Fi for the next two weeks. So if Taylor does anything, please DM me and don't unfollow me or deactivate me if I don't respond. (laughs) Taylor dropped an album. So while Daphne oh was away oh. on vacation, Taylor dropped an album. The tweet has gone viral. Now oh. Daphne has responded, saying, I can't believe I literally missed the whole album by Taylor Swift. <laughs> now I'm going to go and listen to it. That sounds fantastic. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back.
2: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit Lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Hey, welcome
4: back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schooner with my friend Corey. Let's get to the polls. Da-da-da. So emotional Kim Kardashian jetted back to L.A. All alone. Is the marriage over? Yes or no? Wow. A whopping 82% said the marriage is Yikes. over. Don't forget to vote on today's today's poll. You can go to our Twitter page, Naughty Nice Rob. It's about Ellen, or you can leave a comment on Facebook, Naughty Gossip, and you should be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Corey, who's
3: our nicest
4: Naughty of is the day? The nicest Aww. of the day, yes.
3: Yes, it's, it's a lovely story uh, about Garth Brooks. Ooh. And uh, so Garth Brooks, he has withdrawn from the CMA top prize. Ooh. He's taken himself out of the running because of a tweet in which some, there was a tweet that once that someone said, he said it stuck out in his head. And he says, hey, the person goes, hey, why does this guy just step down and leave the Entertainer of the Year <laughs> Award for someone else? OK, Garth. Uh. So he continued, though, uh, with all the love in the world, therefore, we are officially pulling ourselves out of the entertainer of the year award now we should say that he's actually picked up this award seven times already yeah he's like the Meryl Streep of the CMA (laughs) awards apparently so like leave some for the rest of us but it's nice because this clears the way now for Carrie Underwood and Eric Church uh, and they can possibly now win the award for the very first time so um You know, he has another collaborator named – he collaborated with the singer-songwriter Stevie Werner for a long neck bottle, that song. And uh, he reacted to the news as well. He said, hey, if you've ever gone to a Garth Brooks live show, you'll know why he got this Mm -hmm. nomination a seventh time. He's really, really really that great. So. Yeah, so wow. wait, are you a Garth Brooks fan? I
4: don't. I'm really not. I, do, I don't I do really listen to that much country music at all. I do like Dolly oh. Parton, and I do like oh, Harry Underwood. I think this is quite gracious. If you've won it seven times, maybe it's sweet. Or then again. Maybe you should just keep going and win it eight, nine, ten yeah. times. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about this one. I've never won anything, so I have no perspective <laughs> on that. But it seems like an awfully nice thing to do. Let's get so to sweet. our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. naughty Neely naughty Leakes nice. is suggesting. Ooh, unfair treatment by Bravo. So Neely, who might have been suspended for a little bit from the Real Housewives of Atlanta for getting physical with a cameraman, has now put out a video. She put out that famous clip where she did grab a cameraman, and now she's put together a whole montage of clips of (laughs) other ladies that seem to do the same thing. Teresa threw Andy Cohen on the couch. Also, two other women have stormed off the show, including Kim Zoliak, her nemesis, and Mm. Lisa Vanderpump, and both of those were rewarded with spin-offs. Yeah. So what Nini is hinting here is she's got some dirt mm. on Bravo. She's ready to dish it. The reason she's our naughtiest is not because she's dishing, but she teased us. I hate to tease. <laughs> Nini, you got the tea. If you have got the receipts, you better <laughs> yeah. drop them. Bring Quickly, before that. we end, we're running out of time. Let's do a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Yay. So today's moment of Rob... It's all about being kind to yourself. So we've spoke a lot about being kind to others on the show. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but I'm saying kindness actually has to start with you. So you might not be that kind to yourself because of the way you were taught by your parents or your friends or your teachers or even your community. But I'm encouraging you, before you're kind to anybody else, be kind to you. Mm -hmm. You first. Put yourself first. That's it for today. Corey, we love you. Thank you for listening to... Naughty But Nice with Ram, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. We're loving all the new reviews. Keep them coming. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've
0: got to be nice. Nice. (laughs) Take care, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. It's Naughty But Nice with Ram. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com.
2: I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the Army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High five, high five. Casino, casino. Win at High Five Casino. High Five Casino was a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High
3: Five Casino.